0: Good evening and welcome to Get Real with Ralph. I am your humble host, Ralph Nudie, coming to you live from the studios of AM1050, WLIP in Kenosha. And simulcast live from Kenosha to the Canary Islands and all across the world via our YouTube channel. Just go to GetRealWithRalph.com.
1: Well,
0: things just seem to get crazier by the week in our political establishment. We have a president who has been impeached, but not impeached, but now actually impeached. And we have the entire trial starting next week. Looks like the entire thing is going to be almost as much of a joke as it was when it started. And nobody really seems to care. Speaking of not caring, we are in Wisconsin here watching the uh, horrible playoff game here. So uh, I think we're going to stop caring about football for the remainder of the uh, the evening anyway. So if you're with me, go ahead and turn off the TV or at least turn it down and tune in. Got a couple of great guests. We have a 19-year-old who has gone viral for his political opinions. We're going to be speaking with him today. Special musical guest, Miss B. Haven, is going to be in the studio to play a little bit of their live music. So hang on, fasten your seatbelt, pull down the bar. Please keep your hands inside the car at all times while the car is in motion. This is Ralph Nudy, and we're going to get real.
2: Hello, Jim. Hi, Ray. We're in a crosstalk. Then we're going to the break. We
0: were going to crosstalk, but I'm, yeah, uh, I got and, a you, and you forgot. There for a you got.
2: I, you're always confused, I, man. I'm always I, confused. I got. To, you know, I, I thought noticed. I trained you better.
0: Something in the air, I, man. I think I trained there. you better than that. How was your week, man? <laughs> you know, the week was fantastic. Yeah, I, and I was all excited about this game, and even thinking, man, we're gonna have to put it on in the background, but it's gonna be an exciting. I'm not day. even gonna look at it. I'm oh not even look man! At by it. the time halftime rolled around, I said, you know what? I'm glad I've got a show to do tonight. Exactly. You know that that isn't worth another hour of my life. Would sort have
2: of went straight to bed, but you
0: know, yeah, just like,
2: just like they did
0: of all teams to lose to the 49ers. I
2: mean, hey, the 49ers are they're for real. 49ers, I hope they're 49ers are for real, yeah. But 49ers, I hope they win the whole thing. So we got beat by the best. That's all I got to say. They I'm just, always that way. I'm always I that agree. way. So I'm in tournaments. I used to play ball and stuff, and we got beat by a team. I hope they I always told them after the game, I hope you guys go all the way.
0: You know, growing up in the 1980s, you had to have a second team. If you're a football fan in Wisconsin, so if you're a Packer yeah, fan. Yeah, well, you were not you, in a real you, Packer fan. You,
2: had to, you were a Packer
0: fan, but you had to have a postseason team to root for because they didn't play in the postseason I, back then. I don't
2: refer anybody but the Packers, man. And so for me, it That's was it. the Niners Plans back simple.
0: then. I, I, li- I liked Joe Montana. Okay. But the fans, but I wasn't a 49ers fan. See, I'm older than you, fan.
2: man. I remember when the Packers really sucked. You're Rid- about the Lynn Dickey years. Oh, even before that.
0: Oh, well, see, I, I, my first recollection of the Packers was Lynn Dickey yeah. and Bart Starr being the coach. Yeah. I remember my dad telling me he was one of the greatest players ever. I said, that old man? Oh, maker? yeah. Oh, yeah. He was fantastic. Oh, he was fantastic. Nicest,
2: nicest guy, too. I met him on a couple of occasions. Great nice guy. But well, your week thing. was good. Everything was all right?
0: The week was fantastic, except for the weather. Freezing yeah, look, cold. What, what are you going to do? What yeah. do you do about that? It's Wisconsin. It's winter. Chasing one of my sons around a wrestling tournament now. Saw so that. that's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I
2: saw your pictures on Facebook. That's really neat. Yeah, it's really a neat.
0: fun. It's a fun sport and it's a great sport mm-hmm. for kids. I tell you, there's there's nothing that really teaches them the the benefits of hard working and you win or lose on your sure. own. Right. There are no participation trophies. You can go out there and get your butt handed to you, or Good. you can go out there and hand someone's. Builds butt character. To them.
2: Builds character. It, it really does. It really I does. got some news. I got some news. Good. Let's hear it. Uh, I just got cast in a new show that's opening up at the Roddy. For the arts, I will. I'm going to be in the play, "A uh, Streetcar." Uh, wait, "Death of a Streetcar Named Virginia Wolf." You did it! Yeah, you're in. I'm in. Oh. I'm in. Yeah, I'm going to be playing a Willy Loman. Oh, that's to so, be. Uh...
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, what? What? I don't understand the premise of the show, and I didn't have time to it's, audition it's a, for this one. Actually, if I'd have known you were, maybe I would have, because that would it, have been it, fun one to it, do it together. It,
2: it's, it's a crazy comp. It, it's just written by a couple uh, writers from uh, Second City. Okay, and it's just just like it sounds. I mean, you're going to mix in. De- uh, death death, uh, death of a salesman. Uh, of street course, name, streetcar named Desire, Desire. and who, who's afraid of Virginia Wolf?
0: So you got yeah. a little Marlon Brando uh, impersonation going on in there I'm, somewhere.
2: I'm not doing any type of Marlon Brando on this one here, Something We're be just doing the Willie Loman. So I don't know exactly how I'm gonna. I have no idea what's going on there. See, you could just. I'm, turn... I'm too old to play uh, Stanley Kowalski. You,
1: you could Stella! play. Stella <laughs> ain't
2: gonna
0: you, happen. You could play Brando turning down his oscar after um after the godfather i'll,
2: I'll send some uh, native american girl up there there, to, we, uh, go. there to, we go there we go to accept it for us. <laughs> so we
0: got a big show today huh we do we do we've got a we've got a young man in the in the um studio today mm-hmm. who uh, who went viral Awesome. Uh, after can, attending can a political rally them. and uh, we're going to talk about what happened mm-hmm. there after the break and then we've got misbehaving coming on yeah and uh, boy they're fantastic they're fantastic they, yeah great they're, they're music great. they're very great i i feel like we are we have just been blessed with the quality of of musical guests that we yeah. keep getting on this show, and I keep thinking it can't get better, and it does. I mean,
2: and, is, it, it, Ivy Ford was pretty darn good last week. It was, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah. But we got so many Ivy different types Ford of music was, uh, and different type of, of of things. So I'm really looking forward to hearing. I those, could not those, believe those, that those that those woman was only 27 years I know, old. I know. I know. I mean, it's she's wild. got a seasoned it's voice.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna have a lot more fun with that yeah. music today. Uh, fantastic guest. So tune back in after this break. This is Get Real with Ralph.
3: Oh, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amens. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. So, oh Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes-Benz? Oh,
0: Lord. And we're back on the air. Me. Get Real with Ralph. This is Ralph Nudie and... That's a little Janice Joplin there. It's her yeah, birthday today, it's her huh, birthday. Jim?
2: She's born in 1943. Uh, she would have been, uh, oh no, 67, no more than that. No, she was 70, 70, in 77? 76. 7, yeah, 77. 77. Yeah, yeah. She was amazing. She was absolutely amazing. She was how old when she died? 27 she's she already part of, of the 27 club 20, yeah. yeah 27 club was i hot when i was asking you that question before? yeah well I, I was you know ask questions while i'm about to give you a cue to go on the air. i was trying to ask you, before you cue me no, to go just, on here but just roll with me baby sometimes you're a know, little. sometimes I, I, it happens. i'm still trying to i'm still i'm still you're you're still a work in progress ralph well we you, got
0: know, you. Mick, you know mickey i don't know if i can catch I can that chicken with
2: that, yeah. cut me Mick. cut me we got a guessing, I, could see <laughs> you,
0: I could see you doing the whole Mickey part That would be a fun parody for you, ain't, you ain't like
2: you're gonna clap Thunder Rock Oh, come
0: on, come on, Mickey, can't do it
2: You're a bum, nothing but a bum <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, settling in And we will be hearing more Janis Joplin um, I just wanted to, to, to weigh in on something here You know, as, as our country continues to grow and evolve it, It's part of the natural process of the balance of power shifts Many amazing advances have been made as a result of those changes. People from many groups that at one point in our history have been marginalized, have gained seats at the at the table where where the levers of power are being pulled and uh, where the policies and the voice of our nation are being shaped. That's a wonderful thing. And one of the growing buzzwords that came about, and I would say you heard it more in the 80s and 90s and now, was was the term diversity. And it is... A good term, and it is a term that we're all going to be thinking about tomorrow as we observe martin luther king 's um, birthday or Martin Luther King Day as a national holiday and it's an important concept to to embrace, but what about diversity of thought? I feel that as our country has become more diverse and in our quest for diversity, we have left some diversity of thought behind, and some of the leaders in the cause for diversity, have, in their quest for power, forgotten why they got in the game in the first place. One of those institutions, I truly believe, is the Democratic Party. Now, this is not to say that I'm a fan of the Republican Party either. I I don't belong to either party. That's the reason stuck in the middle is my bumper music, and I talk about this fact often, that I think most Americans... Are so stuck in the middle. They have views that if either political party heard every single one of their views, somebody would find a way to chastise them for one of them. And people are just that. They're being chastised for their views. And it's not a good place to be where everybody has to get, has to settle into groupthink in order to be accepted by one side or the other, because if they're just themselves, there, there's the fear that no side will accept them. And I hope to break some of those barriers on this show. Now, on Tuesday this past week, President Trump held a rally in Milwaukee. And during that rally, an online network that I had never heard of before uh, interviewed a local 19 year old. But that interview has since gone viral. And it has been all over. It's been all over the Twitter sphere. It has been all over YouTube. It has been on talk radio. It has been on the news. And um, this young man has gained media attention from several media outlets. And everybody's asking what his name is, where he's from, who this young man is. Now, why are you asking, has he gone viral? Well, let's take a quick listen to the interview that occurred at the Trump rally.
1: Why you support our president?
4: Well, I think President Trump comes from this background that isn't politics. So he can really actually analyze the issues that are facing our democracy and our government. And he can actually evaluate and act upon those issues in a way that's not on a political basis of keeping his job. Um, and I think that that's really important. So he comes in with this mindset that we have to start making deals that are benefiting the American worker, the American family, um, and not just keeping a job. And so I really saw that. I said that's very important right now in the 21st century mm-hmm. that we start focusing back on America. This yes. American first policy is uh, crucial to uh, actually the global political uh, platform. And the way I look at it, too, is when the American economy is successful, so is the global economy. I think a lot of people don't understand that, but when the American economy, and I talk to my friends in Europe and Asia, when America succeeds, so does the rest of the world. So that's why I think it's a really important thing that people look at that from an economic standpoint.
3: Yes, you are so educated for 19 years old. I am impressed. Yes, Jordan, if you're watching, um, no, you are fantastic. That was great spiel. Is exactly what we love to hear. Um, so again, thank you for thank sharing you. that with us. Can you tell me a little bit about the atmosphere? You said this is your first rally. Mm-hmm. Tell me how, start to finish when you got here, how it's been talking with people. Just give me your
1: experience.
4: Well, I got here just a little past noon, but something that really stood out to me was the diversity of the supporters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we see in the media one side of it, and I really think it's important that people realize what the media shows you isn't necessarily what's the truth. Exactly. Um, so take an opportunity to actually look on outside sources, evaluate for yourself what's actually happening. When you see uh, Iranian families, when you mm-hmm. see people from uh, Mexico that are citizens now that actually understand the American dream, it's really enlightening and it's motivating. Yes. It really says there is a future and there's a hope that we can actually be a better country and understand what the American dream was all about that our, our, our forefathers stood for. Yes. So that's why in this environment and people are just so excited and, right. and happy to be part of this American dream that Trump yes. has given us.
0: Well, that interview it was a pretty fantastic interview, and it sure did seem to impress the interviewers, who were two young ladies who work for this uh, political world. And uh, I can see that that grin on my guest's face right now from ear to ear because um, he—I I think he used the word "hot" when he was describing one of them. Um, but I have in the studio this 19-year-old gentleman who was on this interview. His name is John Bush, and uh, John is 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 a local. Um, he lives right here in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Attended Kenosha schools, and it just so happened that I knew him because he was friends with one of my sons before this even happened. And he called me and told me this happened. I said, "Let's let's get you on the radio." So, John, with that, welcome to the program.
4: Oh, thank you, Ralph, for having me.
0: So, is this your uh, this your first radio show?
4: Uh, I don't think so, but it's uh, my first um, quite a bit of time. So.
0: Good, good. But your first since this has happened on Tuesday. Uh, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your upbringing, and I, I, I talked about diversity of thought going into this, and then you, you talked about the crowd even at that, Trump rally being diverse. Talk about your process of, of, of growing up in this area and, and how you felt um, having a different opinion than most of your peers.
4: Well, first of all, um, I think I understand the American dream a little bit differently because I was adopted from Ukraine. Um, so I grew up in Pleasant Prairie here in Wisconsin. Um, But I also knew how lucky I was to be here and what value of freedom means, Uh, the value of being in a democracy and a constitutional republic that works for the people. Um, Growing up here in Kenosha is interesting. It's the middle of the Rust Belt. You see this rich history of uh, manufacturing, and you saw how it left. Um, And I grew up in a time where we're just recovering from that. And it's fascinating to watch the local downtowns of Wisconsin uh, economically Booming. So it's been an interesting process to watch, um, and I think a lot of people on either coast don't necessarily know what it's like to be in that Midwest vibe of recovering from uh, the 1980s and 1970s of all the jobs going to other countries and factories shutting down. So,
0: It certainly has transformed our economy here, sure. and like many many people in the kenosha area my my family's direct survival or direct financial interest hinged on manufacturing oh, yeah. they sold american motors products in the town that actually manufactured them and that, that's how my my family made yeah. made their money as well now as a high school student now you attended local schools you attended yeah. trumper high school uh, bradford you attended bradford high school okay as a local high school student how did you feel your views squared up with what was being taught in the schools um, by, by your teachers?
4: Well, first of all, it's actually interesting because I went from a public school and then from middle school private education at St. Joe's and then to Bradford. So I saw um, all different types of economic backgrounds. I saw the different social statuses in class. Um, and so the different demographics of each school really showed um, where people are coming from. Um, but something I certainly noticed is, at least at uh, Bradford, was there's diversity actually in the teachers' thoughts However, which is really upsetting, I think, and it should be upsetting to a lot of people, um, some of them were afraid to even talk about their political ideology uh, in fear of how the other teachers and administration would respond. Um, so I think that's really interesting. And then you look at my peers and my, my, my friends that are students. It's also a diverse crowd. Um, Bradford was unique in that sense, that there was um, a very diverse demographic. So we saw um, everything from conservative to Tea Party to liberal, to democratic, to socialist. and in, in high school? In high school. Really? Yeah.
0: now And mo- and you think there is a large group of, of, of kids, uh, have you, uh, teenagers, that actually knew enough about each of those areas that they had settled in and decided, I am this?
4: Well, I think they were exploring it. Okay. I think that's part of um, what growing up as a teenager is exploring our ideologies okay. and our convictions. Um, but I certainly saw how people were splitting and how... Um, and why they were splitting, why their background may uh, let them go one way over another. So,
0: How did it affect your ability to maintain friendships?
4: Well, that's interesting, and that was something I was going to bring up later. Um, I think it's a beautiful thing to watch, at least in my experience. I saw there was an openness to having um, open debate, at least in high school. Now, I don't know what happened within the last 30 years, maybe 40, where open debate and free speech has essentially been eliminated. And I am motivated, and I have hope, because I've watched, at least in my high school, students being able to talk to each other and still remain friends. Um, And I certainly had friends that disagreed with me on a a plethora of of policies and issues, Um, but we still remain friends. There's a certain respect to agree to disagree.
0: That's so important, and I think... A big chunk of our country, and at least a big chunk of the famous people in our country, don't want to accept people who think differently from them. Uh, but it, it is on both sides. I mean, I see people that, that call themselves conservatives that are completely—it's you know, it, it's name-calling, mm-hmm. and it, it's completely intolerant people that disagree with them. Sure. Just like I see people on the left being intolerant and, and name-calling people on the right. And, I... you know— you. you could, a, a conservatives get called the R word as soon as you bring as soon as you bring anything up that offends the sensibilities of somebody. Well, on, I think, and uh, it's uh, it's ugly. What it, is... and it's gotten ugly. And social media's made it uglier because it's a lot easier to be a keyboard cowboy too, and just sit behind, just sit behind your laptop or on your phone so, and flame somebody because their opinion is different from.
4: So theirs. one thing I I really think is um, causing this is this idea of cancel culture, um, and I don't know when it started, but I do know that it needs to end
0: now what's your definition of cancel culture
4: um it's so it's it, I, it comes and it stems from identity politics and it stems from you know I, I, you watched the two thousand and sixteen election and you watched at every time they could you're a racist you're a misogynist, you're this or you're that simply based on somebody's opinion um, and I think that that is going to result in the divide of the Democratic Party and certainly um, we're seeing that in effect um, you know i, I
0: I firmly believe Well, you have a group of people that don't necessarily even like each other that are banded together and the only oh, sure. the, o- the only commonality, seem- commonality seems to be that they hate conservatives.
4: Oh they hate Trump. I don't even know. Well if that's a say- whole that's a
0: whole different that's a whole different that's a whole different conversation. You know,
4: I don't know if it's necessarily conservatives. They hate the anti uh, the, you know the the idea of these established politicians hate the outsider. Hate the outsider a lot. And so um, and you even saw it at the beginning of the Republican National, uh, you know, convention, and how uh, you know, all these Republicans said, "No, no, Donald Trump, you, know, well, you ha- could you ha- it possibly?" You, you have the, the never,
0: you have the never Trumpers on the right. right as well. Yeah, but
4: you know, that was not even a possibility in their mind that Donald Trump could be elected.
0: Well, I I believe you, I believe that the media helped create. It. Oh, sure they did. You know, tongue in cheek, they kept promoting everything, laughing at the idea that this guy was going to be president of the United States. And by the time they realized what was going on it was a runaway train that they were then so vested in slamming the brakes on that they would embarrass themselves even to uh to jump in to jump in front of it
4: it's all in how they portray it
0: now everything's up. you have a president who can easily embarrass himself with his own tongue as well so he he doesn't he he doesn't help sometimes uh w- with with being fast and loose but i do but like sometimes the fact I that sometimes i think he's honest. sometimes i think that's part of a st- overall strategy
4: well here's the thing i think trump really presented himself as um, I say what I mean, I mean what I say. And I think that the American people needed that. Um, you know, Milton Friedman once said, governments never learn, only people learn. I think that's what happened in 2016. We had a, an established uh, a Congress and a political establishment that essentially would lie to our faces and then do the exact opposite in their actions. Um, and so we started to put the pieces together that our politicians aren't telling us the truth. And Donald Trump walked down that escalator, came down the escalator, and literally spoke his mind. And for the first time, I think a, a large chunk, the forgotten men and women of our country, uh, really related and said, you know what? That's maybe what I've been thinking. So you really identify with that
0: and buy into to, to the forgotten man, um, what's the word I'm looking for, vision. Well, that, it's that- marginalized.
4: I mean, these people were marginalized. They were told that your ideas don't matter. They're wrong. But the reality is our democracy was based on the idea of free speech and open debate. And so, to marginalize 63 million people and say they're wrong—is that really where we want to head? You know, this country to head to? Because, you,
0: go ahead. Do you think we're going to enter an era where we have more free speech and open debate again?
4: Well, I certainly would hope to see um, the young students and the young uh, Americans start to have that conversation amongst themselves. Because really, um, I don't know about the um, other generations, um, but I do see a potential the potential for the young people to have a voice in where we want this country to head, to say that maybe we've let it get too far out of control. Uh, Maybe the cancel culture and identity politics have divided us more than bring us together. And I think, I truly believe there are more young individuals now that want to have a voice and want to be heard, and I also believe Trump's allowing that to maybe happen.
0: That's fascinating. Now, you decided to attend the rally on Tuesday. And, last minute, um, too. It, it was a last-minute decision on your part. And what time did you get there? Just around noon. Around noon. What time did the president come and speak?
4: Oh, I think it was about uh,
0: 7.30. So that was a long, long
4: wait. You know what? Those, uh, it, it, it was long, but it didn't feel long um, because I was observing the crowd and observing the different ideologies and how uh, people were actually unified behind the president. Um, and I certainly saw the respect for the office he held, even if they didn't agree completely with the president. They had a certain level of respect and uh, dignity around the fact that he is the president.
0: So you felt that there were a fair number of critics in that crowd as well?
4: Yeah, on certain elements of, of Trump yeah. okay. Did, and I, I think though that as a nation,
0: did you have conversations with uh, other supporters? did you oh, have yeah. conversations with critics?
4: Oh yeah, I mean there's a lot of people that um, you know maybe don't identify as a Republican, more conservative or they're more libertarian um, and I was surprised I met a few Democrats turned Republicans. And I thought that was interesting, too.
0: Did you talk to them about what made the change?
4: Yeah. The change was um, they've been lied to for a long time. And their voice wasn't being heard. They were being told one thing and they were doing another. So I think that's really what Trump woke in the, uh, the, the mass public. He woke the sense that they have been lying to you. They've been promising things and haven't been delivering. And I think now looking at this impeachment, I'm looking at the – accomplishments which nobody can actually deny, which is really sad. Nobody can deny the accomplishments. Um, and I think the public— je- t- t- tell, me,
0: tell me in your own words what you see are the biggest accomplishments.
4: Oh, the economy. I mean, the economy is a big one. Um, and here's the thing. When we have a great economy, uh, so does the, you know, the rest of the world benefits from that, and so does the individual American family. More money in our pockets is not a bad thing, and more com- competition for jobs is not a bad thing. This, this country was built on the notion of com- competition and, uh, you know, pursuing the American dream, and he's allowing that to happen. Um, you know, and I, I, I think um, when, we, when we look at people and what they want out of a president is they want a president to be able to allow them to prosper, to prosper in their daily lives, in their work, in their family life, in their religious life, prosper, though. And I think that that's why a lot of people resonate with him. He doesn't disregard their thoughts, their own convictions. He just says, I'm going to allow a space for you to have it.
0: Do you feel that there are still more people in your generation that want the opportunity to earn prosperity as opposed to having prosperity handed to
5: them?
4: Oh, yeah. And let me not say prosperity isn't handed to somebody. And I think that that was something um, that really resonated with me from one individual who was actually, uh, you know, and when I look back on it, He was right. He said, uh, handing me a check doesn't make me feel any better. I want a job. I want to be respected. I want the opportunity to have an education and to actually uh, work hard and play hard. And Trump has allowed that. Okay. All right.
0: So tell me about the interview. So you're walking around, and suddenly you have these, um, these anchors chasing you the microphone
4: no actually i just went up to tell them because i, I saw something that was fascinating to me at least um i was perplexed I was like i you know i thought iranians didn't support trump but there they were um an iranian family with the sign saying iranians for trump and so i just let the interview um interviewers know that uh here you know we have a family that's supporting trump that's from iran and they're now citizens how great is that the media certainly wouldn't show that
0: and that's how you ended up talking with them, I did. and that's how the interview came to be. That's right. Have you had any contact with this with this network since? I have not. But now you have, you've been bouncing all over Twitter. You have approximately how many views of this video uh, from all the different sources you've seen so far?
4: I don't know the approximate number, and I don't want to put it out there because it seems to be changing. I know um,
0: I've seen on on one on one Twitter, it was like 130,000. Uh, I, I think it was it was Polish conservative or something like yeah. that. Was the guy's handle? There was uh, almost 100,000 views.
4: Yeah, actually yeah. 100. Over 100000 so really incredible. But um, I, I, I think, and I wasn't surprising, and I was surprised, I should say. I was very surprised by the response from the public. Um, it's very humbling. It's nice to know that a young person could have a voice.
0: Have you had people reach out to you that knew you, that just happened to see your face and said, yeah. Hey, John, I saw you.
4: Yeah, and that was really um, wonderful, and I certainly didn't know it went viral until people did reach out to me.
0: So that's how you found out. That's how I found out. You started out. getting text messages Correct. or phone calls or...
4: Um, so I got tweets and text messages, um, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is going viral. Um, so it, it's excellent. And I hope a lot of other young students have the opportunity to speak their truth, to have their convictions and hold steadfast in them. Um, I think it's important right now that at least our, our congressmen and our senators and anyone in elected officials see that the youth are the future and what they want should be, should be thought about. That should provoke some thought in some of these um, uh, p- politicians, I would hope.
0: Fantastic. What are your plans for the future, John Bush?
4: Uh, I don't know. I'm taking it day by day, but I'm certainly going to keep speaking out. I would like to bring more students together to uh, talk and to discuss what they see for the future of democracy here in the United States and to uh, really, really come to an understanding of where is our future.
0: There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. John Bush from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Thanks, Bill, for having me. The State of Affairs. After the break, we're going to have Misbehaving on, and we're going to have just some local discussion. Uh, We're going to change the subject, of course, and then we're going to get on with a lot of music. Thanks for tuning in to Get Real with Ralph. And we're back here in the studio at AM 1050 WLIP. You're listening to Get Real with Ralph. Ralph Nudie and Jim Selovich, your hosts here yeah. today. And uh, we've got a great musical guest here. We have the local group, Miss Behaven. And I'm going to let them all introduce themselves. And we're going to talk a little bit about local music. And we're going to let them take it away. So uh, we we'll start with Haven Wells. Haven, you are the um, the namesake, obviously, of the group, Miss Behaven. So uh, why don't you introduce yourself and your bandmates and tell us a little bit about how you guys came to be Miss
6: For sure. Um, so I am Haven. I can't take full credit for the name, actually. My family coined me with Miss B as a childhood nickname. I was really naughty, like really <laughs> bad. <laughs> and uh, so they always called me Miss B. And then, I don't know, we just, we uh, started off as just a few of us kind of getting together to jam and make a different kind of music that... I really like to listen to more of like a jazzy um, soul kind of vibe and that turned into just this funky awesome collaboration and I said hey you know Miss it fits with me it's it's got something tied to my past and it's also um, who doesn't like to misbehave you know out on the weekend listening to an awesome band so
0: fantastic
6: yeah I'm Haven I do the vocals uh, everybody calls me Miss B,
0: <laughs> B. Uh, we B. got
6: Oscar Mercadillo on guitar
0: hello Oscar hello
6: Uh, We also have uh, Pierce McVeigh on bass. And then uh, we're in a situation right now where we're kind of swapping between two drummers. We've got Shane Madsen here with us today, the one, the only. Um, he's also the drummer for Mixed Company, so they are okay, doing... okay,
2: that's, that's where I recognize you from. Yeah, Mixed they're doing Company. so much yeah, right now.
0: And he yeah, makes some yeah, mean yeah. food
2: over at Rustic Road, yeah, too. Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Oh, all right, all right.
2: Yeah, yeah, He's
6: very, very busy, so... Shane um, is
0: featured in our Rustic Road episode of 262. is going to be coming out pretty soon. Yeah, I can't wait to see yeah, you. Uh, he he's the star. He takes the whole thing away. But I didn't know he was going to be the star twice.
6: <laughs> well, he's he's really um, he's really busy right now with mixed company. They just got a uh, tour booked and everything too. So we're trying to get our next drummer in Damian McRae. We just had a party for him last night. I'm super excited for him to kind of join us and really start adding to our sound too. But he couldn't make it today because he's recovering from his 40th birthday party.
0: Wow! Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Ms. B., you are born and raised Kenosha?
6: Yes. No, actually, I am not. Um, Most of them are, but I am from Rockford, Illinois.
0: Rockford, Illinois. How did you end up here?
6: Well, I uh, left Rockford. uh, Let's see. Everybody everybody
0: leaves Rockford.
2: Yeah, everybody everybody should leave Rockford.
6: (laughs) Um, Everybody leaves Rockford. I actually sang with Cheap Trick when I was 10 years old. Did you really? Well, I sang for them. Yeah, I sang the national anthem at the. Uh, Rockford Speedway and Cheat Trick was there and they were like hey come up to our box and hang out with us and I was 10. I was like who's this guy? (laughs) Youngest groupie ever. (laughs) Right (laughs) and now I'm like now I know that that was a big deal. (laughs) Back then you're like "Eh, who's (laughs) this dude? So you came came from Rockford? I came from Rockford uh, 2013. I graduated high school and then um, I came to Carthage and I started off studying psychology and music performance and eventually life just kind of carried on and i ended up being a music major uh with a degree in uh education music education so yeah i just so stayed now you're currently here. now
0: you're currently teaching
6: yes um i'm the music teacher at dimensions of learning academy Fantastic. i also teach privately um in home and then also at kenosha conservatory of okay. music and also uh kinder music with emily
0: what do you what do you teach over at uh at conservatory with your private lessons uh both of the conservatories
6: of. i teach privately right now i have a couple ukulele students oh, two neat. guitar students mm-hmm. uh mostly piano and vocal students oh, oh
2: wow. very cool yeah mm-hmm. so you work with brandon and uh and greg over there oh yeah, yeah. shout out to
6: brandon and greg yeah we love the conservatory they're, they're, they're buds of mine mm-hmm. yep also shout I out want, to daniel and emily Gashki who nice. run uh kinder music with emily they t- awesome facility over awesome. there too sweet
2: Ralph and I were talking earlier about uh, how much uh, how much talent is in this town, which oh, yeah. is which is absolutely un- it's it's unbelievable, really.
0: It, it's hit this point of critical mass over the last I would say five five ten years at am- the, it, ten years it, at the it's, most. It's unbelievable. Where it's I feel like we're bursting at the seams here, and, and I've been, I've somebody's going to yeah, break yeah. loose here, and everybody else is going to get discovered because of yeah. it. I truly believe I, that.
2: I've been a part of the music scene here in Kenosha probably since the early '80s, and I've seen a lot of different bands come through. I mean, this ba- this place used to be a big blues town. Mm-hmm. Big into blues. And when there was always
0: one or two or three really good
2: bands, mm-hmm. now there's like twenty. Yeah.
6: Oh yeah. Um, I mean I Shane's been here in the music scene around much, much mm-hmm. longer than I have, like in this town. So maybe he can kinda comment on some of that. I haven't really been around to see that development.
0: So. My my prediction, our grandkids will talk about when the Kenosha scene blew up, like the Seattle scene blew up. And I don't know what it's gonna be exactly or when sometime it's going to happen here in our mm-hmm. lifetime and people are going to look back and mm-hmm. remember when, when this was all right. just starting to happen. I truly believe that.
7: Yeah, I can talk about that. Yeah, definitely talk about it. Because um, a few of the bands I'll probably say right now, you guys have already heard of or even had in your station too already, but the Open Mics and Downtown, because I run two of them at uh, Rustic Road and Sazzy B, and I've been going to the Open Mics first as, like, just as a player like over eight years ago, and I've been running... Uh, Sazzy's for like three years now and Rustic for over a year And I've just watched bands grow Every mm-hmm. week Every week they come back And we play And I get, I, I, I get the privilege To play with all of them Because I set my kid up And that's just the way I had to run it Because I'm not a singer-songwriter I'm not a guitar mm-hmm. player I can't be up there And just start playing And wait till people come in So I've, I've reached out weekly Every week to the mm-hmm. bands And the people who come in And play The people I've met And I encourage them To come back again and again And that's how sure. I met Her through it And mm-hmm. you know Every band I've ever been in Mix com- That's how I met Mix Company I met Glenn Right. Down down at TG's at an open mic, and the crowds at these open mics seem to be other musicians.
0: These bands are becoming musicians. Musicians, you you can see the, you can see the level of support is five deep. where where your audience isn't just they're not just a bunch of fans (laughs) that's for when you go and play your your gigs everywhere else but these open mics seem to be your laboratory for innovation and and really coming up with these new ideas that you
7: can then take and play out would would you say that i'm i'm accurate in saying that oh yeah i i feel it i mean would you kindly i've watched that band grow Mm -hmm. um just my buddy um liam slater who just moved down to nashville from the experiences he's had at the open mics and getting shows that way and hearing my story and things like that, he told me I was a big part of that for him. I messaged him the other day, I reached out to him. How's it going? What are you up to? He's like, Dude, I'm running something down here now. I'm in charge of an open mic. I'm you. Nice. I, 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 know the in, I know the ins and outs. I know the players. I know the venues now. He's like, Thank you for everything. I get those stories every, every week from people, you know, and it's great. I, 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 I really appreciate it because it allows me to express myself too. Because I get all these outlets, all these different styles of music, mm-hmm. all these different, oops, lost myself. Okay. <laughs> all these different styles of music, and all these different people to play with and uh, it's really re- rewarding because it's to see the like you said the music scene has really yeah. ex- exploded fantastic I that's
2: why I, I, I see a lot of the camaraderie between bands there's there's no big competition nobody nobody's jealous of well maybe secretly jealous of some other people you know this or that but i think i got <laughs> a little i but saying that i think it's in a very healthy way I think that I think you. Everyone encourages everyone else, and plus, you know, being a music major as well, and in teaching, and and you know, having that type of, I don't know, uh, uh, you know, understanding, right? Uh, of what what's really real, right? So and many, I've so many...
6: really seen it develop from uh, coming from Carthage and seeing that little close knit music family, mm-hmm. and then once I graduated and started to dive into those different types of open mics, and kind of started mm-hmm. exploring this over the past year with Misbehaving. It's it's incredible, you know. We've I look on Facebook and I see my music friends reposting our mm-hmm. events, yeah. and we yeah. use our page to post their events, and mm-hmm. that's just the type of community we've got here right now with musicians, and it's spreading. Yeah, all the, col- over. the
0: collaboration and the synergy is fantastic. Mm-hmm. When we did our music festival over the summer,
1: yeah,
0: all these bands really helped push getting their 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 crowds out there, and it was it was a cold day. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we shouldn't have had anybody show up as cold as it was, but we had a pretty good showing for nice most of the night. We had a we had a nice crowd for an entire day that it was really too cold to even be outside. And it was, it was because of the musicians. It was because they mm-hmm. they had these followings and they 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 got on their phones. I saw them. You
2: know, no, they, you know, it, it, getting it, on it, social it's it's the world getting of so, their... yeah social media now. Mm-hmm. Now it's it's just there's so many different ways you can get get the word out.
6: Right, it's free advertising. Yes.
0: It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So Miss B, what are you gonna play for us?
6: So we got a few covers. Um, we're currently in the process of writing some new originals um, and hopefully starting to record here pretty soon. Um, so we're going to do, I think we'll start off with some covers for you guys. Uh, sure. This first one, we actually do have a video out. Um, shout out to uh, Joseph over at uh, Cellar 39 Studio. Um, Joseph Sabo, he is awesome. He recorded a live video recording and video production of this Mm -hmm. particular song for us. So you guys are going to get a little acoustic version of it now. This is On My Mind by Georgia Smith. Nice. to feel you don't want you on my mind don't want to feel you don't want you on my mind don't want to feel you don't want you on my mind why on earth would I leave if you were everything I wanted you to be when I saw what you did who you were with got me questioning the things that I believe So I ask myself, do I let you go or do I keep you in the frame of my mind? Cause I'm growing wise to your sugar-coated lies Nothing sweet about my misery, yes I finally found what went wrong I found want you on my mind, don't want to feel you, don't want you on my mind I, you again, why'd you call? I don't need to hear you crying out my name Unlike before, when you and I lay eye to eye, now it's time for me to taste the bitter end So I'll ask myself, do I let you? So oh, how do I keep you in the frame of my mind? Cause I'm growing wise to your sugar-coated lies Nothing sweet about my misery, gates. I felt
1: Very nice. I can tell you had a lot of
0: fun with that.
6: <laughs> Always, it never, it never, it never feels like I'm actually doing stuff. It just flows when I've got these, when I've got these guys with me. It just, it just happens. It's fun.
0: Now, how long have you been actually performing yourself?
6: Since I was about eight years old.
0: So you, you, you sang the national anthem with Cheap Trick at eleven, you said?
6: I think I was ten. I'm sure, my dad would probably be able to tell you better than I could.
0: So you, did your parents just pop you up on a stage one day and boom? I mean,
6: you... yeah. I just kind of, I started singing at church, you know, you know, little the little um Sunday school songs. And my parents were like, wow, you know, she's got a voice. And one of their friends was like, you should really get her into vocal lessons, get her some classical training. And they did. And one day I was probably about eight when I picked up the piano. And by the time I was nine, my dad had kind of looked into taking me around to nursing homes and different benefits and He's uh, the most active veteran I have ever met in my entire life. At 76 years old, and um, he just took me around to every veteran event. And I would, they would just be like, "Oh, you want to sing?" And I would always want to sing for them and for him. And it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome as a little kid to have that experience growing up. A little annoying sometimes. I, I fought back as children always do. But looking at it now, I'm so grateful. And if you're listening, mom and dad, I love you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. It's a fantastic (laughs) testament to your parents as well. You said your your father was a veteran and went to veterans events. What uh, what branch did he serve in?
6: Uh, He was in the Navy. He was actually my grandpa. So my grandpa and grandma adopted me when I was about two years old, and um, just their mom and dad. So
0: well, thank you, thank you to your dad out there for serving from from from, from one fellow veteran to another. That's that's awesome. Oh, awesome! Thank you for uh, serving. My my son is currently serving in the Navy. Awesome. I, I, I took it easy. I, I was in the Air Force. It, was, it wasn't quite as hard. <laughs> but uh, th- that's fantastic. You started performing at eight years old. You performed in front of Cheap Trick at 11, you said. No, yeah, About, yeah. When was your first band?
6: Uh, let's see. We uh, I started my first band when I was in um, high school, and I uh, started, uh, it was called, we called it 24-7, I think, and it was a mm-hmm. church band. And then... Uh, this, was my first, this is my first band. This is it. This is the real deal. About a year ago, we just kind of met up to jam and then started booking gigs, and here we are.
0: Now, you have some upcoming gigs, and we've, we've got a few minutes before
2: you go into the break. Tell well, we me, we we got 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Start, Tell so us when your next gig is, and we'll ooh, talk about we'll, we'll it. We'll talk about next hour. Let's talk about next hour. We can really get into it. You really want to keep it in suspense. I want to keep people in suspense. We're going to keep them waiting. It's, it's called a cliffhanger.
6: Keep the crowd waiting. Keep them keep <laughs> waiting.
2: <laughs>
0: All right. Well.
6: We are misbehaving. I mean. We're going <laughs> to do a little
0: more mis- misbehaving right after the break. Stay tuned to Get Real with Ralph. back here in the studio with a little more Janice Joplin on her birthday. So, Miss B., are you a Janis fan?
6: Uh, I actually played Janice Joplin in my middle school little talent show dance thingy. It was really fun. Nice. <laughs> how, Would you
0: sing? How appropriate.
6: Um, I didn't have to sing. I had to speak a line and have obnoxious hair, so that was fun.
0: So the, the obnoxious hair thing has gone at least that far back.
6: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I think it's awesome. It's it's started. If I, if I had hair, I'd have and hair
2: like this. By
0: obnoxious, you. <laughs> I mean amazing.
6: You know, but, but here's the thing: I have to have hair like this because children need something so animated nowadays just to stay focused. That's a so really bright, shiny, blue, green, shiny green.
2: keys. Yeah, I think yes, it was shiny, something shiny, shiny and exciting. Keys. Wasn't it pink? <laughs>
0: Wasn't it pink last Sunday when you were? At uh, it's been mics? pink.
6: It's been purple. It was really. Blue at one point. I just put the green in. Are you they know? like really
0: quick washout colors? So you can just keep changing it. You got like a clean slate, like it's just white. No. And you know,
6: oh. Shout out to cut the crap in Racine. Daniela cortese is the best hair color stylist ever. So, nice. cut, I gotta give it to her. Cut
0: the, you know. cut
2: the crap.
6: Cut the crap. I mean, if I got my own hair studio, That's wouldn't you awesome. want it to I have a name? It. I that wish awesome? I had hair
2: now. You know, <laughs> I would. I'd go get my hair cut there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like
0: very direct names like that. Like yeah, I always positive. thought it'd be. I always thought I'd want to open up an uh, like like an Italian restaurant, a pasta. A place called Fork This. You oh, go. I love there that. You yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. Let's do it.
6: And it could be only noodles that you must. Yeah,
0: you know, and you know, kind of like how McDonald's has this university, it would make it a big chain across the country. And if you wanted to work for us in management, you'd have to go to Fork U. <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right. All right.
1: Whatever, whatever, whatever. He's, he, he, he's, he's on to tell something. Tell me right. that wouldn't be great. <laughs> F-U.
2: <laughs> <I get it>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Moving along. Yeah,
0: can you imagine those t-shirts, like, you know, the little campus t-shirts and everything? That would, would be great. It? Ro- wonderful. <laughs> yeah. It was my, I would have my face on it, too, and yeah, to yeah, say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, there, uh, there you go. I survived four years at Fork U. <laughs> yeah. All right. Such an innovator. <laughs> so you got some originals for us.
6: Yeah, yeah. You want to hear them?
0: Of course we want to hear them.
6: Okay, cool. Awesome. Awesome. And then,
0: we'll all right. Well, <laughs> what are you going to play first? And you got to tell us a little backstory too, so that we we, oh, we know then, what we're listening to.
6: Um. So everything we've ever written has always just started off as Oscar messing around on a few chords. Shane and Oscar messing around together, and then the bass line kind of comes in, and then I, mm-hmm, 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 you know, I get I get the melody going, and mm-hmm. then words just kind of like bit out at me i've always just been good at kind of (laughs) freestyling stuff and then we're like oh there's a song let's do it again and then that's it
0: and then it turns sometimes it turns into something worth playing over and over over again
6: i mean the lyrics are always you know they're coming from my mind and my heart in the moment but yeah this this next one is called summer vibes and we actually wrote it this is the one of the first songs we wrote i think it was the first song we
1: wrote
0: and here's misbehaving with summer vibes
6: summer vibes we aim Summer
2: All right.
0: I just fell in love with your music. <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you. I mean that. that...
2: I, I just got a warm feeling.
1: Oh, I got good. a summer
0: vibe. Summer <laughs> in, vibe. Summer vibe. I, I'm telling you right now, because I write scripts, Jim writes scripts, when Jim mm. and I finally do get a chance to make an indie film, I want that on the soundtrack somehow. <sighs> I mean that. Okay. Is that a great song or what? Uh,
2: that means we have to write Thank an indie you. film. We do have to finish
0: writing. I've, I, I've I got... know.
2: I heard what you're writing, and oh. I got some things we, that we can collaborate. It's a uh,
0: like, That song belongs in a film. It just does. It's got that And feeling. they belong
2: in the film as well. Oh, well of yeah. Course. I mean, look at these
6: beautiful faces.
2: Oh, beautiful people. <laughs> beautiful, <laughs> beautiful
0: people. Okay
1: the,
2: okay. the guys can come along too. Yeah, that's okay, all right. Good.
1: There, that's there, there Thank you. Go. you. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, the only thing I can ask after that is, what's next?
6: Uh, the next one is called Gemini. Gemini. Yeah. So this one is actually um,
0: about the Gemini we... Killer.
6: No, no, okay, well, I good no. Luck. I am a Gemini. You
0: always go there, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he always goes there. I figure if I just like, go, dude, he goes for the thrill. He, he goes gets he in goes, there right <laughs>
1: away for the thrill.
0: He gets too real. I just wanted to see if it was going to be dark. I was hoping. Yeah. You know, uh, but... well. No, I'm kidding. It talks about... Go on and tell us what it's really about. I'm (laughs) just teasing
6: (laughs) It does. It talks about the dark side. Um, If you don't know much about astrology, Gemini is like, that's my astrological sign. Mm -hmm. Uh Geminis are known to be like light and dark, kind of like...
2: I've dated. Many and Geminis. And, I'm many Gemini. I'm married to a Gemini. Sides sides say no more. And, yeah, <laughs> and I'm a <laughs> so, Leo. I'm a Leo. <laughs> so oh, wow. am yeah. I. Yeah. 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 Oh wow. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, yep. so true. So true. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: we've got uh, we've got enough originals at this point to where we we're we are in the process of recording some of these tracks, and I hope that we can kind of that title needs to it to get after laid. This
0: one. <laughs> that needs to get that summer vibe needs to get laid down like ASAP. That's a like hit. Like
6: tomorrow practice. That's a hit.
0: That is a beautiful. That is. I think the last artist to put something out that was that style that went big was probably Amy Winehouse. what not you say?
6: Well, that was the biggest compliment I could have ever gotten, <laughs> so thank you.
0: <laughs> That's just what I
2: felt when I heard that. Yeah, right on.
7: This original Gemini, though, is recorded. Oscar recorded it with his uh, stuff, Interface and all that, at our house. <laughs> no, we
2: recorded a hotel
6: room, remember? Yeah. The vocals. You guys, we did the vocals at the home. Yeah. So I was
7: working on a music video for this mm-hmm. um which is also on her Facebook. Page.
2: It's on your Facebook page. I'm looking at it right now. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, okay. I'm on your Facebook page right now. <laughs> All right.
6: Uh, great. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're. Uh, uh, if you go on our Facebook page, Shane uh, did a great job with our vid- video music video for uh, Gemini. This is Gemini. Um, yeah, just listen. It's about you know the coolest female you'll ever meet. You know you want to be around this chick. <laughs> this is Gemini. Mm. her heat from light years away She shows me things that she sees in a different way Starlight in her eyes Night skies bring a different face Cause there's a dark side to her that you can only see when her fire Fire, fire lights the moon She takes me to places you will never know She's got a galaxy, a little Milky Way, all her own. My baby girl, out of this world, misbehaving all night long. She's got a dark side to her that you can only see. Oh, and her fire, fire, fire light. downtown gem in our faces i'll give you a taste it's only a matter of time cause she's got a dark side to her that you can only see right when her fire
1: fire fire fire
0: Gemini, I like it, and uh, I like the premise of it. The fact that you gave us a setup that you are a Gemini, like I said, being married to a Gemini, I can completely identify.
1: Yeah.
6: So, your future is bright, Shane. Your Absolutely. Bright. Hey, if you happen
0: to be listening to this on uh, Facebook, where you're not getting the uh, sound that we're getting in our headphones here, you need to go to GetRealWithRalph.com and listen to it there after we post it, because the uh, the sound coming through the microphone mm-hmm. is just so amazing you get nice and close to that mic and you really uh, you really know how to use it and um, create that sound let's uh (laughs)
2: let's talk about your upcoming shows huh yeah let's do it january 24th you'll be with our good buddy uh, daniel yeah, Daniel's Daniel Thompson from times. Three A.M. Saints. Love that guy. Dan, Dan gave guy you a shout best. out,
6: by the way. Oh yeah. yeah, Daniel. On What's up, Daniel? 3, Three A.M. Saints. 3 he a.m. just got a.m. his Saints. own open mic too down at um, Slip Fifty Six on Tuesday. So oh yeah, I did excited see to see how that yeah, goes that's for him. Fantastic. Oh wow, he'll that's... be opening for us on Friday, uh, this upcoming Friday, mm-hmm. the twenty fourth. We'll be at Marcy's on Main. Pierce actually, um, Pierce and Damien are the in-house musicians for their open mic hosted. Um, By Nick Ramsey on Tuesdays. So we kind of met Pierce and Damien. We really got our sound jamming at the Marcy's on Main Mm -hmm. open mics. And they were like, you guys got to start performing here. So this is our second show. We're super excited. Very cool. Very cool Um, place. Marcy's on Main in Racine on Friday. Mm -hmm. That starts. uh, Daniel goes on at 9. And then we're on at 10. Okay, And then next Friday, I'm so, 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 so. Excited for this show. One more so.
2: One more so. So.
6: excited. Okay, so our show next Friday, the 31st. um, The creative space is my home away from home. Like when I have a day off, I'm not Mm -hmm. at my house relaxing. I'm at the creative space painting. Um, I'm painting the mural in there right now in the bathroom. So if you, you know, go to enjoy yourself and do your duties, you know, take a look at the scenery. Those have two different meanings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: Duty. Well, Hopefully you're way, not enjoying yourself. Whatever you're in the doing bathroom in, in of the there, space. You, Howdy, yeah. duty. <laughs> you will
6: have a great a great view. Um and then there's also going to be a Cuban art exhibit up yes, during that's going this up. show. Yeah. However, Francisco and I are actually partnering up on our own gallery uh, with our own works and we're doing a little sneak peek of that show at next Friday's event. Oh, um nice. So we'll have Eddie from tomorrow, a uh, t- super awesome performer. If you haven't heard this kid, um, he's 18. I've, we found him at the open mic that we did at the beach this summer at the pop-up beer garden. Mm-hmm. And this kid is just, just phenomenal. Like, he is the next. Just watch out for this kid. Eddie is coming for y'all.
1: Got um, to have him on the show. Yes, yeah. yes. He's
6: right, He's yeah. awesome. And... He's been great to help us out. He's going to open up for us and then we're going to play the rest of the show. But Francisco and I will have some of our works up around um, still kind of hanging. That's coming up on the 31st. until the gallery. That's on yep. the 31st. That's the 31st. We don't know when the official gallery for the all of the paintings are. Um, but that's next Friday. And then in February we have... February 21st, Valentine's Day fun. Um, Yeah. Yeah, whether you're lonely or in love or just whatever, it doesn't matter. It's just another day. Hallmark holiday coming out with us the Friday after Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, we'll be at Union Park Tavern. As soon as you're done
2: with your pity party. Yes, you, right. You the know, week after.
6: <laughs> when, you know, however you celebrate exactly, or lack exactly. thereof. <laughs> we'll be at Union Park Tavern. And I, I, used, just I used to say Valentine's that, that Day. Just take too. Valium all day. You
2: know, I mean, <laughs> Valium Times Day. <laughs> I'm
6: playing my pity party. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be having a pity party. <laughs> oh, good for you.
2: Good all for right. you. All right. So, uh, so 21st uh, at, UP, at the UPT, we'd like to call it now.
6: Yes, I. Yeah, I really like Union Park Tavern. We had our first show there a um, mm-hmm. couple months ago. It was really yeah. fun. Yeah. Awesome Angie crowd. Angie and the gang. Angie's
2: awesome Yeah. There. She's amazing.
6: Yeah. They let you get loud. So it's was fun. this uh,
2: Oscar's farewell jam? What's that all about? Yes, Oscar. Man. Oh, step up to the microphone. Get over yeah. here. Come on, Break over my here. heart get, a little get more. Him, get get, on, him on, get him on the microphone. Get him and say a few things, Oscar. Oscar, I just met you. Can't leave.
6: Yeah, I'm sorry, man you're telling
5: us (laughs) so i'm i've been with the band for how long since we start
6: we started a year ago in may we started a year ago in may
5: but um yeah i'm just trying to explore new opportunities and i'm moving down to florida so okay be doing that you know what part of florida pompano beach it's just like it's like 20 25 minutes outside of uh you're going to be playing Fort at uh, some
2: retirement homes and villages. Basically. <laughs> yeah. what's happening.
5: Hey, man, that's where the new wave is. You <laughs> that's, know? That's, that's where we're hitting it. The new wave it. is the we're old First waves. old people, yeah. then the young people. Get them Hopefully. before they're gone. Yeah. Get them before they're gone. <laughs> exactly, yeah, why not? <laughs> so... You know, I'm no, just gonna ruin my man. life down there. Yeah. No, just, <laughs> <laughs> no yeah.
2: No, that's that's awesome. You got opportunity down there for yourself.
5: Yeah, definitely. I have uh, my old drummer down there, and okay. You know, so and uh, my cousin's moving with me, so we're just gonna start <laughs> another okay. project. See where you know, see Very where life cool. takes Very it. Cool, yeah, man. Yeah, Thank you, know,
2: you. gotta do what you gotta do. You know. Oh, I
5: I agree, man. You know, the you gotta music. strike while it's hot. 25, yeah. man. Ain't getting any younger. Well, right. if
1: I ever get the
0: opportunity. to... Go on a station in Florida. We'll be we'll be calling you to come play.
5: Yeah, he oh, said he said
6: easily. he'll call us down yeah, for I a tour. To. So yeah, check yeah, out Misbehaving yeah. in Florida, twenty twenty one. I don't know. We'll see. Absolutely, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> That'd be fun.
2: So that's uh, coming up on the twenty first.
6: Uh, the twenty first of, of uh, uh, February. February. Yeah. 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 So Oscar's yeah. actually going to take that. That's going to be another three hour gig. But Oscar's taking the first hour and. I've invited some of our really close like jammer friends to come and mm-hmm. jam out with him uh, we got our friend Mark Bard wants to bring some of his conga drums and just it's just gonna be a celebration for Oscar because this wouldn't have been started you know without all that mm-hmm. and yeah we've come I a long way yeah. it, it started mm-hmm. off just Shane Oscar and I and then Oscar's cousin Valente was helping us out with bass and oh, yeah. uh Pierce joined and then Damien joined and now Shane's kind of filtering out I think this is just this music isn't going to stop. Like when he mm. leaves, I guess this is my official advertisement. We're looking for a guitar player.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> you if you of can first jam, on and yeah, get really well. <laughs> check
6: us out on Facebook and talk to us. But it's not going to stop. Like we have, mm-hmm. we have plans. We have goals. We, it's not going to stop. You know,
0: I know a guy
5: or two.
6: Okay. <laughs> well, we'll talk. We'll talk. Oh, okay. I think we also
5: forgot, March 7th, we're playing uh, Thoughts for Food in Racine. Oh, nice. The yeah, big yeah. music festival. That's a big thing every year. And we're I'm playing with uh, the same bill too. as the likes of Nick Ramsey and the family. And Okay. We,
0: speaking of Marcy's, we, that's where we all collectively met. Okay. I know Oscar for years. We used yeah. to jam at Crystals all the time mm-hmm. back in the day.
5: With the open mic. Yep. <laughs> <And> <laughs> nice. then the open I, mic I just, is where it all starts, I man. just randomly
0: contacted him like, hey, man, we're doing this nice. yeah, yeah. thing in ra- Racine. And, and then I, that's how we met Haven. He mm-hmm. brought Haven with Okay, and, and I just realized like you, when we all jammed, right. we had like a really good chemistry together. So you're from sure. Racine?
1: I'm from Racine, Racine yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: So every Tuesday night, feel free to come and see some local talent. We have rappers, dancers, musicians. Spoken
6: boys. word, yeah, yeah. The spoken uh, artists word scene out kind. there is so uh, nice. Uh,
0: expressionists yeah. of any kind. So.
2: Yeah. At Marcy's? At Marcy's. At Marcy's. We love
6: uh, you, Kenosha, but... Racing. Oh, racing's awesome too. There's a lot of there's a there's
0: a there's a lot of up and coming places there too where 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 you can hear music. I mean McAuliffe, McAuliffe's is still even uh in in the game, mm-hmm. which they've been in the game a long time. Oh JJ's
2: been around forever. Yeah. But he's 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 uh he's closed he closed the one on uh, the square.
0: Yeah, I'm talking about, on, I'm talking about the all one of, on yeah. I'm talking about the one on uh Taylor.
2: Yeah, the one on Meet Yeah,
0: yep. exactly. So I um Actually, just found out that my wife and kids are tuning in because I like you've got to listen to these people. They're hey, really good. So, <laughs> so that shout means out to we my need to
6: give a shout out. Absolutely,
0: yeah, <laughs> shout out. And what are you going to play? Uh, uh,
6: we'll do another. We can do another. Let's let's do another
0: I, I am loving
2: your originals.
1: <laughs> <so let's,
6: laughs> okay.
2: What's that, what's this one?
6: Uh, which one do you want to do? Misunderstanding or Mississippi? Uh,
5: maybe, <clears throat> can we toss a coin? <laughs> Mississippi, yeah. yeah. Sinissippi. Okay, so
6: I grew up in Rockford. If you're from Rockford, you know, Mississippi Park. It's a beautiful, beautiful park. Um, the Mississippi River is not a real thing. I know that, Mom.
1: Mom, <laughs> I know you're watching. I
6: know it's not a real thing. It's actually the Rock River, and I don't know. It just again another jam just turned into a song. I was like thinking of home and Mississippi and river, and it had like this kind of like grungy vibe to it. And I'm thinking like I don't know. Let me just make something about your sins weighing you down, and we'll take it to the Mississippi. So, get you—it right you, got me right get here. Right <laughs> in it, right
1: in the old
6: this is my homage to uh, Rockford, Mississippi.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: Come
6: on down to the Mississippi River, baby, wash my spirit clean. I got this bag of sins resting on my back, and it starts to take a hold of me. So I come on down to the Mississippi River,
1: mm, let him wash me clean. Mm.
6: Baby, wash my spirit clean I got this bag of sins Resting on my back And it starts to take a hold of me So come on down To the Mississippi River Let them wash me clean Yeah Mm. Oscar Mercadillo Better kill this guitar solo boy (laughs) We call him the shredder Let's hear it (laughs) Woof! Mm-hmm. to the sinners baby let me wash your spirit clean that's what the grave man said when he walked my way now he's trying to take a hold of me but i know myself know me all too well he said
1: Okay. <laughs> that just
0: kind of leaves you stunned and knocked back on your heels okay. there. In the air. That is great. Then I had to get back to the microphone. But uh, the how did you come up with that? That's very clever.
6: Oh man, I have no idea. You know, I, you know what it was actually. I think at the time I was teaching a lesson to my students and we were doing um, we were doing African drumming and we we talked about um, how slave songs really started. Mm-hmm every genre you could possibly think we even have this convo today sure it started About, blues it started rock it started yeah, rap it started yeah. everything and i was te- i was teaching um uh that unit and i think i would just came to practice after school one day and was just like all right uh start jamming something and they did that and i was like oh i'm gonna make this kind of i imagine i don't know just like chains and like just like i don't know just inspiration comes from my kids most of the time honestly Day in the life of a teacher.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Now, you're at elementary, so you're teaching kindergartners all the way to what? Fifth or is it eighth I'm
6: elementary and middle school. So at um, Dimensions, I do kindergarten through eighth grade general music. So just general music classes. And then I do uh, fifth grade. uh, I teach my fifth graders privately one-on-one strings for orchestra. And then I do sixth, seventh, and eighth grade orchestra combined and sixth, seventh, and eighth grade choir combined.
5: Wow,
0: that's a ton. I uh, want to dig a little more into that after we come back from this break because sure. I think that teaching kids music is, mm-hmm. um, is where it's at.
6: It's the future, man. That's All
0: right, we're, we're going to talk about music students becoming musicians after the break. <laughs> And we're back. Get Real with Ralph on AM 1050 WLIP. Rolling with a little bit of Janice. And we have Misbehaving in here. Who could be another Janice? I'll tell you what. I mean, different style, but very. <clears throat> just. I, I like the grittiness of, of your style. It's, oh. it's very cool. Digging your vibe. Exactly. You. Great vibe. Catch Great all vibe. The vibes. Catch yeah. So we got to, you teach music. We we're talking about that, mm-hmm. and I wanted to kind of finish that thought from kindergarten all the way to eighth grade. And that includes doing orchestra. You teach the actual individual strings mm-hmm. for the orchestra students, mm-hmm. and you teach the choir there. Mm-hmm. Where do you have time to play music, too? Because I'm married to a teacher, and I know what that means. Yeah. A yeah. Gemini teacher.
6: <laughs> yeah. Um,. Well, and then I also teach the conservatory uh, and Kinder music four days a week as well. So
0: you don't have kids, do you?
6: No, <laughs> no. <laughs> and to any teacher out there who does, you are just a blessing <laughs> to the world because holy cow, I could I couldn't do it. Yeah, it's. I don't have a lot of downtime, but it's it's worth it, definitely.
0: Yeah, you must be going twenty four seven because you play a lot.
6: Well, yeah, we 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 try to practice once a week. We try to get gigs, you know. Plus, all the open mic opportunities. Why wouldn't you go out and do that and still be an adult and enjoy yourself? So
0: absolutely, I try because that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go to another song here, and then after that song, uh, I really want to talk about your social media presence, where to find your music, and some of your upcoming shows.
6: Yeah, sure.
0: So what do we have coming up next?
6: Uh, this next song actually was really fun. Oscar, Shane, and I, for Shane's birthday, um, we all got to go see this artist live, and she is phenomenal. If you are a jammer in any way, shape, or form, you need to go see her perform. Uh, Tash Sultana, just incredible. She's a solo artist that just does her own stuff, and um, we're going to play one now. <laughs> this is Cigarettes. This is her song, Cigarettes. Cigarettes. Got a pack of cigarettes 25 in a deck Don't you know that shit Is not gonna solve your problems Why don't you Take a breath Why don't you take a step Closer to the edge My dear? Don't you see My thoughts are drowning In the unclear I got a penny For your thoughts got a dollar for your doubts i've got a message for the lovers i've got a message for myself i got a different point of view diving in the deep blue sky see i found myself sitting down when i was getting
0: was fun and a class, crash course in radio, too, while we were yeah, at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You
6: know, first timer over here. Absolutely. <laughs> That's
2: okay. That's okay. Yep. I was in it. That's all right. I, I, Great I, song. I, I was able to bleep it out. Yeah. We're all in it together. <laughs> I, was, I was able to bleep out the, uh... Misbehaving <laughs> the, the, uh we're misbehaving we're misbe- here. Misbehaving. We're, misbe- here. Would
1: we're, we're we misbehaving. Would we really be? Would we really be?
6: It I just say. can't
2: find a sheet to write it down on. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so if
2: they replay this uh, thing, it's it's going it
0: was just covered up by the music though so we, we might be all right.
2: i don't
6: care they were feeling it too you know i don't
2: i don't care <laughs> yeah well yeah. I'm, an old, I'm an old man i don't care
0: <laughs> me me and the fcc we go way back
1: <laughs> i can i can see that ralph
0: <laughs> All right, so let's talk about your social media presence. Where to find your music online? Uh, you have a Facebook page?
6: Yes, we do. Uh, you can find us normally if you just type M I S S space B space H A V E N. It'll come up.
0: Gotcha. Boom, but
2: there's need to dive right. deeper. Just Alternative jazz, soul, R and B,
6: funk. Yeah. I think that's a yeah, good right way on. to describe I what think we so. do. I think so.
2: <laughs> and we will
0: make sure that we have that link on our show, mm-hmm. uh, uh, on our show as well, uh, both on the Facebook page and on the YouTube yeah. uh, video, so that Instagram people can find as well. It. We got Instagram post quite, as well.
6: We don't post quite so much music stuff, mm-hmm. but just announcements. More just on announcements. Instagram. What's going on? Misbehaving music. Yeah. You all got, One word.
0: Are you on? Are you on Twitter as well? No, no, not yet.
6: I am. I run all the social media, and let me tell you, it's there's no reason annoying. to be on Twitter unless it's you're already unless you're already big enough for a blue check. Right, right. You got right. That's like it's actually. It, it's
0: really just become a place where celebrities. F- regurgitate their stuff on everybody yeah. else. It's yeah. it's yeah. almost it's almost a one way media now. Yeah. That's the way I we're, see it.
6: We're good with Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. We're hoping to get a yeah. website out pretty soon and make it a little easier for booking, but and right it, now it's yeah. just media. what about
0: your originals? Do you have them anywhere where people can find them and download them, buy them?
6: Gemini is um just our, our music video that we have. Okay. Uh you can look on Mats and Media Productions for that video or on our webpage. Um also on our Facebook page, your Facebook so not page, because page we don't have one. I just gotcha.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> YouTube
6: isn't no, making
0: really good music.
6: Yeah, we don't. We haven't really sat down and recorded. Most of the time, when we're sitting down playing together, we're practicing or trying to write something new. So, mm-hmm. um, we're hoping to have an EP out this year of all of our originals. I even have a couple that are hidden that we haven't even looked at. They're just they're everywhere. We just have a lot of them, not fully yet.
0: Songs that need to be put together yet or tracks that need to be...
6: We've got uh, about seven tracks total that are ready to be recorded um, with the ukulele songs that I should have brought the ukulele today, people. Well, that's I'm a sorry. good reason
0: to have you back. Yeah, so right. Exactly. That's, there's always... There's a reason for everything and that would be the reason for that. Yeah, now, you have some upcoming shows as well. Yeah,
6: we do uh, next, this coming Friday at um, Marcy's. Marcy's. On Main. And then next Friday at Creative Space... Mm-hmm. Uh next this coming Friday we have Daniel Thompson from 3 AM Saints opening for us. Oh, next wow. Friday we have Tomorrow or our good friend Eddie opening up for us on the 31st and then That's the kid. Yeah, that's the, the, ki- the kid. That, this kid. kid, the kid. Oh, this kid. Yeah, this kid. You guys yeah. need to come hear him. Yeah, <laughs> kid. And that's at the. Sp-
0: he's going to be at the Space. He's going to be at Friday. the Space. Yep. And, and then And that's the tw- it's up the is that the 31st? 24th. Or no, that's oh, 20, the thirty first. Thirty first at the Creative Space. Okay. The 24th so the twenty fourth at Marcy's, at Marcy's and then the thirty first you will be mm-hmm. at the Creative Space. And Daniel Thompson's opening for you at Marcy's. At Marcy's on Main. Yep. Which we've had him on before. He is he's fantastic. Been, he's, he's a two timer on our show. He's a. He's two, awesome.
2: Yeah. He is he's a two timer. He was our first two timer. What no? Whoa. Yeah, he was he our was first two timer. He was our first repeat. Would you, you kindly? <laughs> we had Would You Kindly was a. Uh, would You Kindly was our second
0: and. Well, Betsy might have been our first two timer because she came in first episode and then Studio East, if you count that. But yeah, we've had a couple.
6: And then Ivy right. was last week, right? Yeah, you guys Ivy. Had Ivy last oh, she's amazing. week. Yes.
0: Oh wow. I'm that really was, hoping uh... to
6: collab with her and get blues in the schools in Kenosha. That'd be really cool for the kids around oh, here. Man. She that... does that in Rockford. She goes to my hometown and does blues in the schools and tours around Rockford and just performs blues and gets these whole gymnasiums full of kids rocking.
0: Well, we'll have to get together afterwards and find out who needs to be talked to.
6: Uh, yeah.
0: Because that's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Now, you have uh you have another original up your sleeve, you said, right? Or another song up your sleeve. Which one was it?
6: This one is a cover. This one, we've kind of found that this one is a favorite out, actually. Um, this is called Sober.
0: There's no naughty words in it, is there? Okay. No, not in this one. Jim only has one more push yeah, of the button, I, I, and then I, I, and then one, we, one more, yeah. and then. <laughs> three, I, one more, and you're out of here, kids. Th- three, oh, sorry. Strikes, sorry. Three, sorry. three strikes, three okay. strikes, and we don't have a de- <laughs> well, we've got a built-in 10-second delay, and every time we hit the button, you, you shrink some of it. Okay.
6: Yeah. It's yeah. not going to happen. I, trust, <laughs> I understand. I,
1: I,
0: I
2: trust you. It's learning stuff
6: You know, I tell my students, if you don't make mistakes, you don't you're, make mistakes.
2: Make mistakes. you're not learning. You yeah. <laughs> so lesson learned. Now, if this was a podcast.
0: Well, the podcast version if you're watching on getrealwithruff.com, you get the live feed without any of the dumps. Oh, so.
6: no, yeah. oh, there you go. Sorry. <laughs> you get the Sorry, dumps and the dad. other
0: kind. Yep.
1: <laughs> all right.
6: Alrighty, um, and with that, called, it's all righty. Um this is called um sober. So this is another cover. This is a fun one. This is by Mahalia.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
6: -hmm. Now that I am sober I take back what I said I'm sitting with this love hangover Boy, it's hurting my head It's the middle of October we just came to an end I'm just sorry that there ain't no time left Cause you and I were over Me and you are done yet And when I wanted to be closer You just wanted to run Though I know it's no one's fault If I've learned anything at all with us no matter how i add it up no one plus one is none you've been on my mind for a while now trying to get you off because it's ain't right now i thought it was a vibe for the time being but it was nothing more and i just couldn't see it felt like it was supposed to be me and you against the whole world no whatever happened to me being your girl Whatever happened to the time that we spent sober? I take back what I said. I'm sitting with this love hangover. Boy, you turn turning my head. It's a mental love October. But we just came to an end. I'm just sorry that there ain't no time left. Cause you and I were over. And you are done, yes But when I wanted to be closer You just wanted to run Though I know it's no one's fault If I've learned anything at all With us, no matter how I add it up, no One plus one is none I've been at this party for some time now Sipping on Bacardi till it runs out you are in the corner with your head down And I don't even want to know what that's about Sure, the one that's always getting too wasted And I'm the one that's never that intoxicated Now I'm in my feelings, so I'm fated But I don't want to think about the complicated Oh, your love got me feeling like I can't get waiting for it but it never lasts. I thought we'd be together boy it ended so fast cause now that I am sober I take back what I said I'm sitting with this love hangover boy it's hurting my head it's the middle of October and we just came to end Sorry that there ain't no time
1: Yeah, Thanks.
0: I I don't think I've heard the original. It's good. Who does that?
6: Uh, her name's Mahalia. Most people don't know our originals, which is really great. It's really great to go out and be almost a cover band that no one knows our covers. So they're like, "Your music is great," and we're like,
0: "It's not ours. It's not ours." But yeah. thank you so
6: much, <laughs> and we will share the love with those people. But absolutely,
0: yeah. and I had um, the first time that I had Betsy Aid on here. She played a Billie Eilish song, and that was the first time oh, we had somebody play love a cover. Billie and uh, I loved it. And then I went and listened to the original, and I, I had already fallen in love with the cover. you, yep. you it, That happens mm-hmm. if you fall in love with the cover before you've heard the original. Yeah, it's right. really hard. It, mm-hmm. Now, most of the time, if you've already fallen in love with the original, it's hard to like the cover, so it, it breaks both ways. Right. Right. But I can tell you that you ruined that song for anybody <laughs> who um, wants to listen to the original after they've heard your cover, oh, man. because it just it already touches your soul and that's what a song is supposed to do. And whoever gets there first I mean, there's just no second place in touching your soul of the song. Wow. That's all there Thank is you. to it.
2: That's very profound, dude. Write yeah. write that down. Yeah. I don't have to write it down, it's recorded. <laughs> Remember? We're in this day and age. I can play it back. Back in my day, we had to write their stuff down. <laughs> oh,
0: maybe, maybe I'll even have right now here isolate just that piece of it, and we'll we'll just release those couple of seconds. That way, I can that way I can listen to my own bowl. See, I was gonna make you hit that button again.
2: So, but... coming up again, uh, you're you're playing the 24th.
6: Or? 24th at Marcy's on Main with Daniel Thompson. Okay. Yep. And then next Saturday. Speaking of the space, shout out to Francisco. Yes. He just texted me, told me to tell you people hello. Hello, he Francisco.
2: All we hola. love you. We love oh, you. Hola, Francisco. You. Hola. And hola,
6: mi amigo.
0: Francisco and Steve, mi amigo, thank you for making the introduction last yeah. week yeah. over at Captain Mike's I Open Mic. That, Steve, now, who's too. taking over their Open Mic? There's somebody taking it over, Matt right? Maher. Matt Meyer. Matt Meyer. Oh, Matt's taking it over. Yep. Oh, that is going to be it, yep. starting tonight? Yep. Oh, Ooh, well, uh-huh. that's going to be fantastic. Well, as well, gang. <laughs> yeah. I guess guess, guess so. where you guys are going. Guess where we're going. <laughs> all right. And uh, with that, we are... Yeah, pretty much out of here. Getting Thanks really again. close to
2: the end. Yeah, but you—we
1: got <laughs> you one more for fit. you guys if you want. To... Uh,
2: we're uh, we we, we're one minute away from the top. We're we are. one minute. off. Oh. On. Uh, That's a good
6: one to end on, though. That was beautiful.
2: Yeah, yeah that. Yeah. Well, you're coming back. You know that.
6: <laughs> guys, it's official. We're coming back
0: as soon as we get to our Gurney studio, which is going to be in a couple of weeks. I think we're going to have I a little heard more. Congratulations. Room. Well, next month. Yeah, and cool. there'll, be, there'll be glass, and like mall goers can walk by and watch at a 10 plan. o'clock at night. Oh, nice. At 10 oh. o'clock at night.
2: On the Sunday night. Yeah. What? 8 o'clock. I don't know. Mall might be closed. We can just run through the mall. I didn't tell you about Ooh. our new time slot, did I? No. I'm kidding.
6: We'll be misbehaving at the mall.
2: Oh. Misbehaving at the mall.
0: Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Misbehaving here. Go uh, check them out. As our musical guests, please thank check them out uh, on Facebook. We'll post the links. Uh, I'm Ralph Newtie. This is Jim Selovich. That's me. And we thank you, as always, for tuning in to Get Real. Have a great night.
3: Busted flat in Ben Rouge, waiting for a train. on I was feeling near as faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained and rode us all the way to New Orleans. I pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana. I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues. When she'll her slapping time, I was holding Bobby's hand in We sang every song that Javin knew.